0: So Matt and I were driving home. Okay. From the beach. And we pass a church sign. I I will refrain from saying the denomination of the church.
1: Okay, and I'm gonna refrain from guessing. Because okay, that's good. gonna offend
0: a lot of people. Yeah. And um <laughs> here's what the verse that they had on their little, you know, their little saying. Uh-huh. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. <laughs> Okay, I, I might have, I, it didn't talk when I rode by but it, that's what it, but says. that's what it sounded like in my head. So that's funny because at Five Below, there was one of those like 10
1: signs and it was Jesus that said, I saw that. <laughs> and I thought about putting it in my kids' bathroom.
0: Oh my but... gosh. Okay, but that's like funny. Okay, because you're at Five Below. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, this is a church. Yes. And, uh, you know, okay, so what would be your initial thought?
1: The eyes of Jesus are everywhere. Well, I want to put a Christian sticker on it and be like, that just means that Jesus sees all of your hurt and he sees everything and he's with you all the time. Yes. That's what I want. That's the mm-hmm. truth. But what they're probably trying to say is, I saw that. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I saw that. Yeah, like a passerby who is not a believer and doesn't already attend your church. Is not coming. Is not coming into that. It's like... Oh, my gosh! The government already spies on me enough right now. God is a spy <laughs> and keeping so, tabs on me and judging me and surveilling my every movement so here's the deal: If you do marquees at your
1: church, a good indicator as to whether or not they're working is if you're bringing visitors in, okay, <laughs> like that church, not so much.
0: I mean, okay. And I, again, this is a great verse. We do we do want to know. It brings me comfort to know that the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. That He Because is... we're Christians. Yes. And we because... get it. <laughs> right. I want to know that he is with my daughter everywhere at college when I'm not. That he's with my son in the comings and goings. And my husband and me and my family and my friends. But I don't know. Like, that just might, without a little more context... Maybe put it in your bulletin. You, you know, probably like, have one. Draw them in yes. with something that I don't know. Okay, so it hit me wrong. <laughs> and then, as God would have it, the next morning I get up, and the verse for me, uh, which I don't choose them. They just they are put into my what my app whatever. Romans eight three through four amazing blah 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 good stuff good stuff and then
1: <laughs> gosh <laughs> this is a great scripture reading
0: <laughs> well, i don't I don't want to spend too much time on it but go go read it message translation but here's the here's the one sentence that was just like wow here's my spotlight the law ended up being used as a band-aid on sin instead of a deep healing of it Oh. Uh.
1: So this is where, so you guys, on my notes, it just says band-aids and duct tape for this episode. And yeah. I was like, I can't wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Never know. That and is. Wow. It's, I just love that visual. And that, my friends, is the epitome is of what legal. We talk a lot. Again, another iCloud word where we talk about legalism and legalistic Christians that are so focused on these rules, whether man-made or got anyway, twisting them. But what really is it? And considering that the, all of these little man-made rules and these different forms of legalism are simply Band-Aids and duct tape holding us together instead of a deep healing that completely heals so we don't need Band-Aids and duct tape.
1: So when I encounter legalism or legalistic, um, whatever issues, so to speak, or if I'm in a conversation and and I, what I see from the other person is a need for control. Mm -hmm. And so they need the rules and they need to know what's right and wrong and they need regulation. And so not only do they need it for themselves, but they didn't mind their own business like last week. And now they're trying to put that in your life. Right. But it's just an illusion. You're not actually in control even with all those rules. You're not in control God is.
0: That's right. And it does I think it gives a false sense of security for us yes, as well, right? Because of that that fake control. So there're kind of three types of legalism that I thought we could just We don't really talk about this.
1: Only 3?
0: Well, well, I mean I know I would you think got this girl. Go. Three sort of Yeah, I guess types. Okay. Or ways that people can go about legalism. So the first one is when we get so preoccupied with obeying the rules and the do's and don'ts and the checklist of being a, quote, you know, good Christian. And then we take it a step beyond that where we start judging other people (laughs) For their level of like, quote, law-keeping abilities.
1: Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus has
0: eyes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Jesus has eyes everywhere. He knows. Um, so what they've done is when we do that, we, yes, the Lord gave us the Ten Commandments. It doesn't mean that we don't follow those, but... Who gave us those? God. God is a loving, gracious, forgiving God. And when we become like this, where it's like, check, check no, check to, did you obey, not obey. When we make it so black and white, so yes and no, did, did not. We separate God, the person who gave us the laws, from the law. We can't do that. It's, it's one.
1: There yeah, are laws I mean,
0: from a loving God.
1: Didn't God give those laws to Moses? Yeah. That killed somebody.
0: Did that happen? Didn't all the people in the Bible (laughs) do something? I mean, there's all kinds of murder and nonsense and, well, you know, adultery, all the things in the the Old Testament. It's just one big murder mystery in the Old Testament.
1: Yeah, it's just so interesting to me because a number of people come to mind as we're having this conversation. And I almost wonder is their need for checking boxes? and ranking up their you know greatness or their mm-hmm. goodness in god is that overcompensation compensation for um, low self-esteem
0: totally again it's putting a band-aid they're putting a band-aid on something they're getting so focused on i'm so good i've got this just right by following their pharisees right i mean this was the thing Let's talk I'm about doing Pharisees okay. really quick. Oh, we're talking about them next.
1: Okay, because I want people to understand the Pharisee. Because yes. I used to hear the term all the time. I didn't know what Pharisee meant.
0: Yes, good. Well, that kind of takes us to um, This the second form that this can take, where, like I was saying, so you've got the law, and then you've got God that's given the law, and, and we separate it. So there's like this, what they call the letter of the law. Versus the spirit of the law. And so it's someone who obeys the laws, which is great. We should, you know, not commit adultery, do not kill, steal, blah, blah, covet, right. all the things. But their heart isn't in it. Mm. Um,
1: and Kind of a surface relationship.
0: Yes. Because, <laughs> so for Pharisees, look up Matthew 9 please. I got you. Um, nine through 14. Cause there's a story that I want to talk about. So for an example of this, think about, um, <laughs> I was driving with my son the other day and you know, the speed limit going through the neighborhood is 35. Great. A good little speed limit for the neighborhood, but there were kids on bikes. <laughs> and so I'm like, dude, you need to slow down. He's like, I'm going to speed limit. And I'm like, I know, but, but there's kids on bikes and you never know, like if they're going to fall off or if they're going to, something could happen or they might not hear you and they might swerve or whatever. So you need to slow down. So he's following the law. Right. Which is great, but he's not, but sometimes things change, you know, like (laughs) you got to alter the, you got to go with the spirit sometimes.
1: Right, and the Spirit doesn't go against God's Word in any way. No,
0: it does not. It doesn't go against it. You've got to have both. You've got to follow the law, but know that the Spirit is also a part of that, and you have to have your heart in that so that you want to please Him and do the right thing. So what um, version did you want? Oh, whatever. Okay, What
1: do you want me to read the whole thing?
0: No, no, just the story. Just
1: Okay, so Jesus saw a man named matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth and said hey come with me so matthew did and then jesus was having dinner at his house first of all i love that jesus invites himself places like yo i'm coming to your house for dinner okay <laughs> so because he was at a tax collector's house lots of <gasps> i need a gasp thank you sinners and wow. tax collectors were eating with him Dang and you. his disciples can you imagine mm. oh. <laughs> um, when the pharisees here's our friends saw this they said why does the teacher eat with tact collectors and sinners? (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus said, yo, the healthy don't need a doctor, but the sick. (laughs) So go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners.
0: So here, the Pharisees are trying to twist, and also kind of what they were doing, um, Back when they were saying, how dare you heal someone on the Sabbath? Because the Sabbath is holy. That's the law. And you shouldn't be hanging out with bad people either. And so they're always trying to catch him in these things. And he's like, well, isn't forgiveness and mercy more important than that? Healing someone is above the Sabbath. Like, what? Like, and I
1: hope you got 12 more hours because we're waiting for Monday. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> And so that is, that is that twist where in legalism we separate. That's what it kind of means. You see that all through scripture where it's like, yes, it's the Sabbath, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't heal someone. Yes, this is the speed limit, but that doesn't mean you always get the speed limit if there's kids driving.
1: And yes, you have the right of way, but don't run that person over.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. And then, yes, he's a tax collector and he's a thief. And he's not someone you want your kids to hang out with, but I die, I'm i going to die for him soon too. And he deserves forgiveness just as much as you do. And so that's that balance that people that get caught up in legalism don't have.
1: So this is kind of making me laugh because, you know, Jesus is the son of God, so he is part of God. Right. So let's just reword that. The Pharisees are like, what is God doing sitting over there eating with the sinners and the tax collectors? Yeah. God think
0: He is healing people. <laughs> exactly, that is exactly what they were saying. I mean, and when you and when you put it in that perspective, it's like oh, it seems like blasphemy, you know. But oh, that's yeah. what we're doing all the time when we get stuck in these ruts of legalism. Oh,
1: that I was just doing blasphemy.
0: No. Oh, well, we I kind of hope so. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all are when yes. we're when we're getting in that mindset. So then there's this third kind of extreme extreme version of legalism and that's when we take it a step beyond all of this which is kind of in our own hearts and we add our own rules and laws onto God's it's like um God I think you forgot one so can you give me the chisel for that stone and I'm going to add my own can I add number 11 through 13 to the 10 commandments
1: just making a few
0: edits yeah <laughs> That served me. Right. (laughs) That's what we do. So that's what the church people have done. They create their own laws and we basically make them like, we make them divine. Yes. And there's nothing divine about, I mean, nothing God inspired in those. It is based out of what this goes back to, a deep healing that needs to happen because legalism comes down to making us feel better. It makes us feel better, like you said, and in control when we have to-do list and checklist and simple right and wrongs and judgment makes us feel better about ourselves, mm-hmm. right? When we're judging other people, it's like, well, she didn't do this and I did. And so it, makes it fluffs us up. But legalism is just duct tape to the actual problem that exists in the heart. It doesn't work. Duct tape doesn't work, okay? It, it might temporarily because... It's not flex steel, baby. It's not flex steel, that's right. <laughs> I remember as I was starting middle school and I wore, got this new pair of breeches. They were so cute um, back in the day. Kind of a pink and whatever plaid.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sounds like something out of a Dr. Seuss book. I it, like it.
0: It was actually really in style then. I'm but sure. But my mom had not... She had forgotten to hem them. Okay. And being a shorter child, as you understand. No. No. um, (laughs) We had not. And I was like, I just, I couldn't wear anything else. That was what I had in my mind. That was my first day of school outfit. And if you're a girl, you totally get that. Yes. First day of school outfits. Boys don't think about it. They just throw on a (laughs) t-shirt. So my mom duct taped the hem in my britches. I mean, your mom was on to
1: something. There is such thing called witch tape or something now. Yeah,
0: well, we didn't have that. Stitch witch. But we had duct tape. And so, (laughs) rest assured, I got to wear those britches to school and they were duct taped. Now, did it work temporarily? It did. Would it have stayed? No. That was not going to fix the problem forever. Kudos to Maverick Mom over there, right? Go Mama Jean. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Mama Jean. Um, But what... Is needed. That's not a temporary fix for all that. All of these forms of legalism that we can all get caught up into is deep healing. So, there are a few categories. Main- of deep healing. Well, of things that we need deep healing from.
1: There's a lot of categories today. Yeah. Well, I'm still here though. Let's go.
0: I okay. can do it. All right, you got this. All right. All right. Fear is always a big one.
1: What? <laughs>
0: Not of what you speak. (laughs) So, put aside fear and instead pick up scripture. Uh Uh-huh. That's the only way to heal. a little truth goes a long way.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: A long, long way. There's always doubt. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And instead of picking up doubt and letting that get in the way, have an open mind. Have an open mind as to what God can do in the situation what he's working on in that other person's heart. I wonder what, what
1: God's gonna do.
0: What he's gonna what he's doing in your heart that uh-huh. he could actually change those things. Put aside insecurity. Golly, we all have plenty of that, right? And trust that God has our best interest at heart, that we are loved and adored just as we are. Mm. And that really when other people don't love and adore us, It really doesn't have anything to do about us. That's right. (laughs) It goes back to them, and they just need to take off some layers of duct tape and get to the deep stuff. They
1: need to mind their business.
0: You know, what if we put aside pride, and we lean into the fact that we don't know it all, and we can't do it all, and that's exactly where we're supposed to be.
1: So that right there is Mm -hmm. probably the most freeing thing you've said. Mm -hmm. We don't know it all, and we can't do it all.
0: And we won't ever know it all. And here we are, where we're supposed to be. That's right. And God can use it anyway and does all the time. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> what if we put aside the shame and instead we just believed that we are known and treasured by our Lord?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We wouldn't need all these rules and to-do list and checklist to make us feel better.
1: Right? I do think, you know, I'm just thinking about some people still... And you wish you could go and show them. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, I think we all wish that we knew exactly how God saw us. Because we'll probably never get that way on the side of heaven. Just like your kids. You're like, if you only knew what I see in you. That's what God is saying. If you only know what I see.
0: And he sees a lot more than we
1: see. Yeah, but he sees beautiful, pure. Yes. You know.
0: That's what I mean. As a parent, he can see right through. We can't even see the deep stuff, right, Right. in our kids' hearts. He sees us. He sees all the deep stuff, and he still loves us, (laughs) right? What if we set aside guilt? Anybody Mm -hmm. got any of that? And we commit to growing closer to him and believing and accepting in his love and forgiveness. I mean, that's what deep healing is about. And with the deep healing, there's no need for legalism. Right. There's so much freedom, we once again. <laughs> yeah, We don't need the legalism because with the deep faith and trust, we just know we're loved. Mm-hmm. We just know we're accepted. We just know that God is who he says he is and will do with us everything he desires if we make ourselves available.
1: Yeah, and it's not... A one and done kind of thing. No. It just progresses and it gets deeper and the layers come off in their own time. You can't judge your position or place you are right now with somebody else's because all of us come from somewhere different. We have had different experiences. We have different makeup. We have different um, psyches. And so God is working through every single one. And that brings me back to, you know, when we judge other people with our legalistic values Mm -hmm. like who are you to say do you even know do you know what's going on do you know what has happened do you know where they've been do you know what they're experiencing do you know what their house is like do you know what their drive to this
0: event was like Mm. it's so true i mean instead of putting all that on someone else and all those questions on someone else, it'd be really great if we would sit with the Lord with those questions about ourselves. Oh, girl, (laughs) what? (laughs) And say, what is it in me? And are we ever going to be completely healed this side of heaven? No. Deep healing needs to be occurring all the time. Mm -hmm. And we will be continually dredging up things right? From our past, from other situations, situations that'll come up today or tomorrow or next week that we didn't even step into, that just cast themselves upon us, that we'll need to heal from. But we've got to do that with God, and we've got to do it continuously and not give up because just sticking the band-aid or the duct tape on it will work temporarily, but then it just gives way. It's
1: going to all come falling out.
0: Yeah. And eventually you run out of Band-Aids. Yeah. Or you get an infection. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. It just gets ugly. <laughs> or you got to put those britches in the wash and the duct tape, duct tape gets all gummy. Can you imagine what You do just have to with. go to the seam and get those <laughs> things hemmed with some real needle and thread. Okay, people? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, I hope this has been insightful. It was definitely a learning experience for me to kind of sit with these different layers of legalism. I think we can all see, mm. if we take responsibility, we can all see where we've fallen prey um, to a form of legalism ourselves. Yes. We may not have gone to the extreme, but we've all gotten into those to-do list and checklist and fill in the blank and whatever's.
1: And that's part of having a really close community and being able to say, I mean, there are times when I'm like, hey, Allison, so this is what I'm hearing, or this is what somebody said, help me work through this, because I don't come from a Christian background. And so, you know, we can all swing one side of the pendulum to the other, mm-hmm. and we need friends that'll walk close by and, you know, keep us on the right path. Absolutely. That's why we should get together
0: for coffee. Let's do. Okay. We
1: have coffee chats coming
0: up. Yes. We have events coming up. Check out our events calendar. Absolutely. Uh, what's it called? Up and Coming. Come see us. I don't, I don't know. know. You'll find it. Yep. It's on our <laughs> website. Thanks for joining us this week on the Center of the Sayers.